Welcome to the Make Disciples Podcast, a short weekly podcast where we will share topics, ideas, and resources useful to you in your effort to follow Jesus as a disciple. Welcome back to another episode of the Make Disciples Podcast. My name is Dan Rober. It's a pleasure to be with you. Joining me once again in the podcast studio is Senior Pastor David McNeely. David, how are you? I'm good. And I'm noticing in all of these episodes that we've done over all this time, you're still wearing the same clothes. I am. It's kind of funny how that works out. It's not like we're recording them at the same time or anything. No. No, of course not. Well, thanks for being here. We're in the middle of our series on theology, and uh, we're now talking a little bit about divergent theologies, ways that our understanding of God can be, frankly, improperly affected. Uh, What can draw us away from a more biblical, a more firmly historically Christian understanding of God? And so today, our divergent theology is a more nationalistic theology. Some people use the term Christian nationalism. So David, let's start with a a broad open question here. What is nationalistic theology or Christian nationalism? This is another one of those subjects where you're going to have a wide variety of uh, thoughts that people have. But I think the essence of it is this, Christian nation. It's the idea that America always was and always should be a quote-unquote Christian nation, which Mm -hmm. means that our the way that our government functions, our laws, et cetera, all of that should be a direct result of what the Christian faith um, is and teaches, um, adheres to, et cetera. So it's a marriage between government and uh, the church. Yeah, but let me push back on that. Doesn't Christianity have something to say about the world? Isn't that a good thing? I mean, what's wrong with this idea of Christian nationalism? Why shouldn't we be wanting uh, the ideals of Christianity to be seen in our country? Yeah, there's nothing in the world wrong with wanting to see the ideals of our faith, meaning the God's ideals, come more prevalent. I think the danger is how do we want that to take place? Do we want that to take place from the bottom up or do we want that to take place from the top down? Meaning, do we want that to be imposed upon the will of of people or do we want the will of people to be changed internally? So, are people going to embrace the gospel? Are they going to love God, want what it is that his laws reflect? Are they going to do that because they have a walk with him? Or are they going to do that because the government imposes it upon them? Hmm. I think that's, that's a big difference and distinction. Now, look, all of us would say some things with, that are specific to Christianity, everybody in the world should want that imposed on, on someone else. You know, so do not murder that's a pretty good law for the world. I am firmly anti-murder myself. Yeah. <laughs> right. But the idea of, uh, again, everything would be uh, reflected through the specific lens of Christianity is what a, nationalist, a Christian nationalist would say. And that's concerning. Yeah. And it sounds also like there's a bit of a mixing going on where we're taking the ideas of our faith, of our religion. And looking at the political system and bringing them together as if they are one thing. Yes. And that seems to be very problematic because Christianity exists in a lot of different areas and a lot of different political systems. And to make them one and the same is going to misrepresent both of them. No doubt. And I would simply ask anybody this question. Have you ever seen where a Christian government has succeeded in maintaining the biblical 
fidelity? Mm. Has it been a good thing in the long run that typically when this gets tried, typically there's corruption on both ends. There's corruption within the church and there's corruption for the government as well. The fall of man is bigger than that. So yeah, I would say it this way. I'm a pastor. And so on Sunday mornings, what I want to do is faithfully proclaim what God's word says. I am also a citizen of the United States, and I have some very definite opinions about what is wisest and best for our country. And I, I want to fight in a respectful, honoring, humble, loving manner for those ideals. And when others uh, don't vote those things in, I want to respectfully adhere to where I can, as long as it doesn't violate my conscience, a biblical principle, et cetera. But as a pastor, I don't want to try and change the world of politics on Sunday morning. I want to try to preach and teach in such a way that the people out there in the seats have a better idea about how to apply the Bible to wherever they live. Does that distinction make sense? I think it's a really important distinction. Yeah. Yeah, because as Americans, we have a privilege. We have, I would argue, a responsibility yeah, to participate in the political system. It is a privilege to be able to vote for our representatives and to want to have our values uh, represented in government. And that's a great thing, but we can take it too far and move in the direction of commingling them and saying that if something were to happen to America, for example, that that would fundamentally affect my faith. And that's where we're starting to get into problematic understandings of Christianity as well as America. We should also note that there's nothing wrong with patriotism, right? Absolutely not. I mean, we can still be very happy being Americans. I'm a proud American. I'm so thankful every day that I get to live in a place like this. Amen, Lee Greenwood. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm proud to be American. Yeah. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's just where we start mixing things. One of the things that we noted is that it's our priority here. I mean, this blending of religion and politics where we're enforcing something and saying that it's always been this way and it must be this way can actually have a negative effect on the gospel. Because people look at us and say, oh, that means you are embracing a particular political view in some way, shape or form, and they don't want anything to do with that. To which I personally would say, no, we want everyone to embrace the gospel. It is the good news unto salvation for everyone who believes. Your life is better when you accept it. And so if it's going to push people away from Christianity, that's very problematic. Yeah. And let me say it this way, too. I think one of the problems that generates from it is it's not just pushing people away who are outside the church. It pushes people who are inside the church away from one another. Yeah. And when we get into this mindset that the government should be doing whatever the the Bible says regarding X, Y, and Z, when we get to that place, boy, there's tremendous division on how we apply that. Mm. So what that may mean with a specific law may be different for Joe, uh, but his friend Fred may see it differently in what should be applied uh, there. So uh, I think what ends up happening is we end up having far more loyalty to a political ideology. And then try to force the Bible to say what I want it to say, try to find support for it. And so when the laws don't reflect, I'm in there, the people inside the church who say, no, all of these laws should reflect exactly what the scriptures say. And we're not going to agree. It divides us within there between quote unquote liberal Christians and then 
uh, quote unquote, conservative Christians Mm. as defined by those individuals. It's just a dangerous game uh, to be in as opposed to saying, look, we were founded as a theistic nation that said there is a God. Um, And I happen to believe that a large percentage of our founding fathers were indeed um, true Christians, but we're not a Christian nation. Um, We are a nation that has a whole bunch of Christians, hopefully, that are influencing it. And I want more Christians to influence it. And this is a great subject for a lot of further study. I mean, this whole concept of political theology, asking the question, what does Christianity say? But also, what is the carryover? How should that influence our values and what we want to support and recognize at the political level is uh, a much broader conversation we can get into here. But it's certainly something that people will want to consider and think about. Well, thanks for being here once again, David. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Make Disciples podcast. We would love it if you would subscribe, leave a review, and spread the word. This podcast can be found in Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. My thanks to Catherine Eckhart, the producer of this podcast. This podcast is a ministry of Wildwood Church in Tallahassee, Florida.